Welcome to the family with Dan Chesky. Ah, we've got Doug Sprinthal. <laughs> uh, Andy. Oh, we're actually doing that? Okay, Andy Rappenard. <laughs> Ask me about dimmer switches, Catherine Brandt. And then Dan Sprinthal and Doug Chesky. There we go. That's what it is. It's something. We will be right back. Timmy Lammers will join us right after this. Do you want to do a live do a live? Sure, why not? As well. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. You know, why don't you got the script in front of you? Why don't you read that one? Let's do it. Okay, hold on one second. Let me dig it out this of the This is uh, Tom gets to read T.S. Eliot. We're going to bring some culture. Bread. Culture to the show. I can use culture. What the hell did I do with it? It was right here. Oh, it's shredded already. No, it's not shredded. I, I don't had blame it right him. here. What the hell did I do with it? Sorry, I threw you a curveball and screwed no, no, up no, the no, entire show. Just do it from memory. We'll find it. Don't worry about it. Well, what the hell did I do well, with it? If you'd like, well, you I can what? run the Bradshaw and Brian's. Why am I first? looking at that? You know, no, that's fine. You know why I'm, you know, I, I couldn't find it? Because I was looking for the paper and I read it right off the screen, oh, so that's going to be a problem. Yeah, that'll ah. do it. Okay, Joe Biden. Okay, well, Joe Biden. The political Listen, if job. I were standing next to Obama, he wouldn't ignore me like he did Joe Biden. Holy, I still can't believe he did that to him. Well, I really I can't believe the that he did that. Friendships in the political crowd are a little more performative <clears throat> than real, but. Well, I think you're right about that. Okay, Dougie, I do have the uh, here we go the spot up. We're ready to go. So gonna add a little class to the show. Here we go, Tommy. Do you guys read a lot of poetry on KQ? You mean like there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong, you little sad? Well, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? I'd expect nothing less. We've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get what they want in other brands. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then, the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Class with a capital K. <laughs> Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. 
Hey folks, it's Brian Zepp, and spring is finally here. If you're like me, you're seriously ready for some wind therapy. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. You know what's so great about doing not one but two shows? I get to see all the news there is possible to see and all the rest of That's it. That's a pleasure. Yeah, like this one right here. Here's a, here's a great pleasure of, of, of doing two shows. The headline, U.S. inflation jumped 8.5% in the past year, the highest since 1981. I don't know if you remember 1981. I do because that's the year I met Catherine. So I've known Catherine for almost 42 years now. But uh, I remember also I met Catherine and then the economy tanked about 10 minutes later. Remember that? (laughs) It's all because of me. It's the year I got (laughs) out of college. God, I hope it's not as bad as 81. That was not a good year, man. Yeah, Catherine and I were going to get married in 82, as a matter of fact. We were going to get married one year after I met her. We were getting married in 82. We had to cancel it because people did, couldn't either come. They couldn't afford it or whatever. Mm. It was not good. So what do you think of that, Tim Lammers? I don't know. I mean, uh, I try to avoid all the negative news, but that doesn't help me because then I feel in my pocketbook anyway. So I, yes. I try to look for, for, for positive stuff. And, you know... Um, if you have not seen Cody yet, now I know I heard Mr. Sprinthal said that he did see it. Loved it. And um, one more reason to see it if you have not seen it. This is a news article from a Duluth station. Um, the son in the film, Daniel Durant, is from Duluth. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they had a Daniel Durant day in Duluth. So it's really, uh, you know, it's just such a, it's a feel-good story to read and see. I, you know, they have video with it. But um, you just got to see the movie. I mean, you know, it, it is, I, I, the more I think about it, it's just like, man, this is one of the best I've seen in a, I can't remember how long. What a great film. I love the Good. scene where she had a, the high school boy over to the house to practice and <laughs> mom and dad are going at it and making all kinds of noise and she gets mad, opens the door to their bedroom and then flicks the light switch up and down a bunch of times. It was oh, really, really funny. Yeah, so, I mean, again, there's the one girl in the family who can hear. Otherwise, the mom, dad, and the son her older brother are deaf. Oh wow! I wonder so, what um, what's that one comedian that does all the impressions with the exact same backstory? Oh. Dad, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do too. Oh, Craig Gass. Yeah. Craig Gass. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's yeah. His uh, sibling and parents, I think, are all deaf. Good. He was the only family. one with hearing. Yep. Yeah. So as soon as I read that, I was like, wow, that's basically Craig Gass's story. Well, Craig Gass then is a coda. Which stands for Child of Deaf Adults. Yep. Uh, yep. It's a very specific acronym. A very specific acronym that has a double meaning in the film because Coda is the final part of a, a musical composition. And uh, this story actually has to do with music because despite the fact that her parents, that this girl has this extraordinary singing voice, but her parents, her brother obviously, have never heard mm. her. 
So um, she's encouraged by this teacher who, um, you know, encouraged her to go for it and go to Berkeley College of Music in Boston because they're in Gloucester. Um, Gloucester for crying out loud, Gloucester. Gloucester. Yeah, I, you know, hey, I'm not in Gloucester. the. I'm from that, the East Coast. Okay, Gloucester. I'm a Minnesota boy. Gloucestershire. It's Gloucestershire. Yeah. Gloucestershire. Well, there is a Gloucestershire or too. More... Worcestershire sauce. And, Worcestershire. Uh... Yes. Can we go back to reading T.S. Eliot? Tom, you did a great job with that. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, I was just in St. Pill yesterday, and... And, and there you go. There you go. It's... Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it really is an extraordinary movie. And what really makes this story special, I'm hearing more and more about it. Um, this boy, um, Daniel Durant, was adopted by his two moms in Duluth. <coughs> they saved his life. He says that. And uh, another great person in his life was uh, he showed an interest in theater, but obviously theater generally in high school is written for children that can hear but this teacher of his saw this kid's passion and wrote a part specifically for him as a oh, deaf boy you know wonderful. i mean it's like man you could just look around there are so many good people you got to take those stories and embrace them right you know these women that adopted him saved his life this teacher that no doubt changed this young man's life and look he's in the Best Picture uh, Academy Award winner in 2022. I mean, what an incredible story. So, yeah, it, it, I, that's the sort of stuff I'm looking for, Tom. You know, yep. not, not, no, not the, the negatory, negatory stuff. Because we're all surrounded by negatory stuff all the time, aren't we? Tim, I have a question for you. Have you seen uh, The French Dispatch yet? I did. It was, we I watched it last night. It was, it was interesting, but it's mighty weird. <laughs> It is a very bizarre story. And look, everything by Wes Anderson is weird. Yeah. And in fact, I have said, uh, I've been on the record several times by saying, I don't get it. I don't get the fascination with Wes Anderson. I just don't. He's very quirky. And, you know, obviously this was a big awards film. And every one of his films has a huge ensemble. Generally, you have Bill Murray in it. Generally, you have Owen Wilson in it. And, uh, yeah, it's a strange movie. And uh, yeah, Adrian Brody, Tom. Adrian Brody's in it yeah. as well. Love but, Adrian yeah, Brody. It's just, well, and Ed Morton. I hadn't seen hell? him on, on the big screen in years. And Nothing. there's a scene. Uh, what's her name? Uh, I can't. She's the female lead in the James Bond movie. Leah Sadu. Yeah. She's in this picture. Uh, very expensive. It's a very she exposes herself. Wouldn't you say there, Doug, in that scene where uh, Benicio del Toro is painting her? I think we have Dan Chesky's full attention suddenly. Yeah. He's like you're talking art, <laughs> and now there's boobs. Dan, yes. Dan Chesky is all, all of a sudden on the Google looking up Lisa yeah. Do French Dispatch. Uh, Just make out. sure that your safety uh, things are off so yeah. you can see the full. The full picture, as it were, Dan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's like uh, it's it's like a Woody Allen sort of deal where people seem to have this obsession with working with Wes Anderson, much in the way they used to. Anyway, I mean, I don't know so much. You know, a lot of people, a lot of actors are turning their back on Woody Allen, but for a long time, it's like they they'd work for scale to work with Woody yeah. Allen, yeah, and I think right. it's the same sort of thing. Now with Wes Anderson, there are just certain directors that have this allure for people. 
So, yeah. So I'm glad that you felt that it was strange, too, Doug. I'm glad I watched it. I, I mean, feel it's, like, it's yeah. not for the summer drive-in movie crowd, for sure, other than Dan Chesky's favorite scenes. Um, oh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, it, it's it's just not my cup of tea, you know? And, and again, uh, hey, like you, you got to like what you like, you yep. know? That's that's all there's to it. And, you, you know, you can't put anybody else down if they don't agree with what you like. You know, it's just that's being fair. That's being a, a, an open minded person. Don't got too many of those folks around these days, do we? Oh, God, you know. Not so. a one. Alex, did you want to weigh in? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I got here in the middle of a very strange conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, we were just talking about how Wes Anderson's films are completely weird. I now, love look, Wes I am Anderson the biggest, films. I am the biggest fan of stop-motion animation. Even Wes Anderson's stop-motion stuff is bizarre. That's uh, the talented, who is it? It's Mr. Fox. Yeah, oh, fantastic that was Mr. Fox. fantastic Mr. Fox. Isle of Dogs, Royal and Tenenbaums. And Isle of Dogs. It's like I want to love them because I love stop-motion so much. But again, he just takes it in directions that I just can't comprehend. Does he know? have a really? new movie? What's happening? Well, he has The French Dispatch, and Doug just watched the it French last night, Dispatch. and he okay. thought it was bizarre like I did. But watchable. I mean, it's it's creative. and Yeah, yeah. It's, these... it's not like you have, you yeah. know, some t- movies that it's not often, because obviously it's my job. As much as a movie may suck, or I don't like it, or whatever, it's too bizarre, I still can't turn it off. It's rare that I'll turn a movie off. Yeah, and it's re- uh, it's so, really three movies. They're just three short stories. Each one of them is maybe, what, 20 minutes, half an hour long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's exactly the way it is. I tell you what, one movie I did turn off, uh, again, another guy that has that allure, Paul Thomas Anderson, um, Punch Drunk Love with Adam Sandler. Couldn't make oh, it through yeah. five, ten minutes of it. It was just way too bizarre for me. Okay. And who knows, maybe it would have gotten better, but I just, it's like I'm wasting my time here. Tim, was it, so worse, than, it, was it worse than Dirty Grandpa? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. That there are so some bad. movies I know enough not to touch, and that was one of them. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know? Thank you. That's the benefit. If you got more than a couple new movies opening a week, I sometimes I have the choice not to see things. <laughs> that would be a wise choice in this <laughs> case. You want, you, you want to see Robert De Niro embarrass himself. I mean, my God. Talk about a guy whose career has sunk to lows that are, are unfathomable. You know, you think about him and, well, The Godfather and and Raging Bull and all these movies, and all of a sudden he's doing crap like Bad Grandpa. It tells me that he's got a lot of bills to pay is what it tells me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. I watched a movie on the airplane that I talked to. You saw, Tim, with Michael Bryant, yeah. and he said that you liked it, and I did not like it at all. What was that? Nightmare Alley. Oh, yeah. Just, it's a Guillermo del Toro movie yeah. and uh it's not a it's not a horror movie like Guillermo has done, but it is there are some disturbing aspects to it. But well, it's a it's a film noir kind of you know that that 40s feel that It's about like a it's, carny drifter yeah, Carney Drifter, Bradley Cooper. I mean, the cast is brilliant. In I that. know. I was I was on the, just like the Sun Country movies thing, and I was like, oh, what's on here? And it was said Nightmare Alley, and I was like, Bradley Cooper. Um, 
oh my gosh, why am I? Rooney Mara, Kate Blanchett, Guillermo del Toro. I was like, what? How have I never heard of this movie? And then I was talking to my friend that came with us. She's like, it probably means that it's not good. And I was like, ah, oh. well, <laughs> but then I watched it and I was like, it really yeah. wasn't, it wasn't, for that cast and Guillermo del Toro, I was expecting better and it just was like, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it did completely hit the wall in theaters and yeah. oddly enough, you know, you got the artsy fartsy film goers. Um, they re-released it in black and white. Because oh, the original, fancy. I think it was Tyrone Power or somebody, it was in the 40s. Uh, this is a remake of that film. Oh, so okay. maybe they were thinking, well, maybe if they want to go for the nostalgia bend and they re-released it in theaters as a black and white film. And then it actually picked up some steam. And, you know, it did quite well as far as nominations for the Academy Awards. It was actually nominated for Best Picture. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, and and the one that didn't get nominated, the one nomination overall that should have happened that didn't was Kate Blanchett. I thought she was brilliant in that movie. She yeah, is she in did. everything anyway. Yes. Um but um yeah, yeah, it just it didn't it didn't hit with people and 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 Bre you know, you got Bradley Cooper, you had uh Ron Perlman, uh, god, there's just so many Tony Collette, just so many great people in it. Richard Jenkins uh, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> oh yeah, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I was like, that's Willem line. Dafoe. What is going? And maybe I just didn't get to pay attention enough to it because I had like the kids yeah. and stuff, and so I was like, maybe. But I don't know. I was just surprised that yeah. I had never even heard of it before. Well, Mike, Mike did see it with me, and yes, uh, I liked it a lot. Mike didn't. Mike was more of around the six range, if I can recall. That's why I, I was like in the six, eight range. seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Mike's a tough critic. I mean. He he really uh, it's funny sometimes we rarely are both on completely on the same page about things. Either he'll like something a lot and I'll say eh, like he like I'm trying to think if he liked the Eternals better than I did. But that's explainable because he's a Marvel comic book reader. Um, but generally he's a lot. He's pretty tough. I mean, he seems to be a lot tougher on films than I am. Uh, but he watches a lot of movies. So, you know, mm. you, 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 you do watch a lot of stuff. You find things that are pretty extraordinary so a lot of stuff tends to pale by comparison so you know but doug too i mean doug you watch a lot of movies don't you we do in the winter time as soon as the boat goes on the water we don't watch tv for six months have you seen uh, i was talking to Catherine about this before we started have you seen this hbo show about julia childs called julia <laughs> you know uh not yet um, there was a movie called Julie and Julia. Oh, my right. God. I've seen that movie about yeah. a thousand times. <laughs> with, with, with Meryl Streep and right. um, Amy Adams. But this show, and, is, this show is about her, uh, Julia Child, uh, becoming a TV star in WGBH in the early 60s. And, and it's really, really good, Tim. I think you'd I'd be shocked it, if you didn't love it. Well, it's, it's, is it, um, it's a... a it's not a documentary. It's no, a, it's a, a series. A narrative film. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, or a series, yeah. Um, you know, the interesting thing, and, and Alex, you could tell me because I'm struggling to remember, but didn't Julia Childs end up being a jerk? Yes, she did Julie? not like the yeah, movie. Julie, yeah. She thought it was, yeah. Yeah. Because in the movie, she's portrayed kind of, as just this, like, jolly, joyous, wonderful, enthusiastic human being. And she was like, I didn't like that movie. It was not well, you got a wine buzz going all the time, can True. You? Well, True. I thought that there was somebody that... <laughs> If, if that copied her and and she was not flattered in the least by this person and kind yeah. of spurned her right yeah and that's where you know that whole thing 
with Julia Child sort of it, it sort of it did it turned me off to anything that she's ever done. So All right, I'm sorry. I I'm aware of this series, on. Doug, and that's why I we'll probably haven't watched. We'll go back to Dirty Grandpa. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna go back. Yeah, I'm gonna watch Dirty Grandpa. The opening instead. scene with that? a Kleenex box was worth the four dollar admission price. Oh God, I don't even want to know. It's as bad as you would think. Yep, I'm assuming. It's <laughs> as bad as you would think. Andy, what time do we need to break? Um, probably in like two, three minutes. Okay, right at 50. Works. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. But, um, matter of fact, as long as you guys are talking about this kind of stuff, your mother's abandoning me tonight to go have fun with her friend, so I'll be stuck at home all alone, just staring so at the wall. Oh, so pathetic. Staring at the wall. Well, Tom, I would suggest watching Coda without her. Because <gasps> he will be mad that you saw it without her and See? make her jealous. Wow, Tim. It is so that great of a aggressive. Movie. Very aggressive Tim Lammers. Yeah, I know. Because you know how people get mad when you don't want to watch, when, when you want to watch something and they say, no, 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 wait till I catch up and I'll, we'll watch it together. And then people, it's like Netflix cheating it's or ne- whatever where you you go yeah. ahead a few episodes. It's never happened with Alex. <laughs> that no, would be that God, sort of no. thing. <clears throat> Oh, my God. All you two do is watch stuff that you're supposed to watch with me. That's like, Alex so isn't around. show Let's up to watch, watch it. I have two young children. I can't just pop by to so watch episodes of everything. You don't have two young children. Yes, I do. They're in their 30s. Well, depending on who you ask, yes. Somebody in their 90s, <laughs> we are very young. Okay, we'll take a break. But think about this, because since Catherine is gone, what I'm going to do is order a pizza and watch a movie. So, if you can think of a really good horror film that I haven't seen, well, no. and I haven't seen a whole lot lately. You can't watch mm. horror films without me. Not one? None of Not them? A sing- well, because you always watch the good ones, and then you're like, oh, that was really good. And then when we try to watch a horror film together, you're always like, I've already seen it. So Nightmare Alley sucks? It's not good? I don't know. Maybe you would watch it and you would like it. I was like, the kids needed snacks and had to go to the bathroom and blah, 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 blah. And I had to stop yeah. 50 minutes with 50 minutes left because the plane landed. And, oh, I stopped at the at some point because there was a bunch of turbulence and Fawn was like, I don't feel well and all this stuff. So I'm like, maybe if I were just able to have sat down and watch it, I would have liked it more. I don't know. I, I would say give Nightmare it's Alley a go. It's worth a shot. Tom. Yeah, it's worth it's a shot. It's on HBO Max, I think. Long, it might be it? on Hulu. Uh, yeah, it's on Hulu. It's longer, but you're you're at home. You can take breaks. But <laughs> That's yeah, true. I, I, you know, just because it's Del Toro, I mean, the guy is incredibly creative, and it is a yeah, beautiful I film. I mean, yeah. the, the production design on this picture is incredible. And then, and again, you got all the actors and and you, you're right, Alex. I mean, you know, depend on where, where you watch it. And then Obviously, there have been movies that I haven't liked, and just probably because I was in a, you know, in wasn't in the mood, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it all depends on a lot of different factors. So it is true. yeah, Tom, give it a give it a whirl because I know you like Guillermo, except for that fish movie. Um, you I like Guillermo that. stuff. <laughs> all right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back Sound in a couple of of minutes, and we'll decide what fish oh, movie it was. We'll be right yeah. back with the family. The 2022 Bloomington Boat Show is here and going on now. Get out of the cold and into a 25,000-square-foot heated showroom at Dan Southside Marine. A huge inventory of boats means the best deals of the year. Over 60 boats on display from Premier, Avalon, Berkshire, Alumacraft, and more. Explore what's new for 2022 at the Bloomington Boat Show at Dan Southside Marine. Six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Visit bloomingtonboatshow.com. 
Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses. Take Raymond Auto Body of St. Paul, for example. Four generations of the Slomkowski family having successfully run the business. When they were ready to expand, we helped them acquire a new building, allowing them to service more vehicles in their state-of-the-art shop. We've also helped them set up the next generation of owners, keeping the business and family for years to come. Tom here. If you want a family business like me or any business, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. I know them and trust them with my banking. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced, professional bankers. Sounds like we really won you over, Tommy. Well, let's not get crazy, Brad. Seriously. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender? You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. We're rocking out, man. That's all I know. We are back. We're talking movies. Nightmare Alley might be... Now, who's in Nightmare Alley again? Bradley Cooper. Well, Kate like Blanchett. I well, like her. Rooney Mara. I like her. Okay, so good. Um, That'll be good. Tony Collette. Will, Willem Dafoe. Tony well, Collette. Kate Blanchett hasn't David been David Strathairn, too, who's a great actor. I like him a lot, too. And so is it Ron, scary or is it not scary? Uh, it's a thrill. No. It's like a psychological thriller type thing. slow burn psychological thriller? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say slow burn is an appropriate yes. deal. It's really weird because the setup, I think, is kind of laborious. I mean, you got... Yes. It's almost it, like yes. two different movies. Yes, I agree. Because you got the setup with... Yeah, exactly, Alex. I mean, yes. you got the setup where you... you you learn how um, Bradley Cooper's character becomes this grifter, essentially a mentalist. He's 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 uh, fooling people or you know attempting to fool people as a mentalist, and then he learns this in the carnival, and then he goes to high society to 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 um, try to prey on some real very rich people who are very powerful and, and desperate. Obviously, to yeah, yeah, talk desperate. to people that have passed on. Yes, exactly. Mary yeah. Steenburgen, David Strathairn, Ron Perlman, Richard Jenkins. Yeah, I mean, God, it's... Oh, they're all in yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. What? It's like a very oh, star-studded cast. It's funny, because yeah. I don't recognize any of those names. You know Bad Bradley <laughs> Cooper <laughs> and Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yes. But I don't know who she is. I thought she If was, you saw her, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know. Mary Steenburgen's been in a million things. She And yeah. Doug. I don't watch Cole. movies. I haven't watched movies in ages. I know, but if you saw her, you'd be like, oh, her. Yeah, She's oh, been yeah. around for a long time. Holt McElhaney, uh, or Laney, uh, he's in that movie that you assigned to me a couple years ago, One Eye Jacks. Is it One Eye Jacks or One Eye Jimmy? What yeah, the hell One Eye Jimmy, The Search for One Eye Jimmy. Yeah, and Holt is in that. That's and a Holt great is in movie. This. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things. Tim Blake Nelson, I mean, there's just so many people you'd recognize. And, um, yeah, give it a whirl, Tom. I think it's, you yeah. know, for a, a longer film, you're at home. 
uh, that that makes a difference. You know? All right. I'll yeah. give it a whirl. Yeah, and I'd be interested to see what you think. Because I, th- I didn't think it was bad. I just... And like I said, maybe if I, maybe I'd have a different review of it right, if I could have actually right. just watched it. You know, I mean, you do know what I'm going to do, right? Watch I'm going to start watching around asleep. six o'clock, and then, and then around quarter to seven, I'm going to call Catherine and go, "Come home, honey, I'm scared." <laughs> yes. Well, maybe I'll watch something happen. out. There's a new movie that that just came out that'd be perfect for you, Tom. It's called How to Make My Wife Feel Guilty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna write. Yeah, the, he's go. gonna write that while I'm gone. Write the movie. His, me- his memoir piece. will be called "How to Make Your Wife Feel Guilty." Indeed, <laughs> whatever works. Well, looking forward to it. That'd be good. Uh, you know, so Nightmare Alley is, is the way. It sounds like a fun, fantastic cast. Yeah, and it's, oh, on, it Hulu. Yeah. it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu for free. Max and uh, Hulu. I think Hulu. You can get yeah. it on either one of those. I so finished to, it on Hulu after the airplane. It. Yeah, don't yeah, pay. You for don't have it. to rent it anywhere. So if you don't like it, you're not gonna feel like. You wasted money. You know, you you can you can simply turn it off, Tommy. I can do that. That's true. I'll give it a whirl, though. It sounds good to me. I like it. I'm interested to hear your review. We're gonna give you the review. It's gonna be just fine. So, what else is happening, Timmy? Well, not a lot. I, I tell you, I'm very excited about a movie that's coming out. I won't. I don't want to talk about it quite yet because I don't want to build up the hype too much. But I'll review it next week. It's called The Unbearable. Uh, weight of massive talent starring Nick Cage playing <laughs> Nick Cage. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> I did oh, hear about oh, that. Yes. Oh, man. It, you know, it's it's so great, you know, because we're always looking for originality and it just, you don't see it that often. And uh, this is one of the most original films that I've seen in a long, long time. And, you know, the key to any actor's success or anybody really in any sort of business is that yes you can take the work very very seriously you should but you can't take yourself too seriously and and clearly nick cage doesn't take himself too seriously he's it's not one of these things where it makes him look like a doofus playing himself it's a heightened version of himself um but it's great to see that not everybody walks on a stage and slaps people in front of 15 million people. Right. You know? yeah, <laughs> Good that, point. That sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's he's a, let's face it, I mean, he's done a lot of crappy movies. I mean, that that one movie, I, I gave it my lowest rating ever, a 0. .5 hmm. out of 10 on the Lamameter. The, the hammer came down big on it. It was called the Willy's Wonderland or some weird oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, he does some real, he didn't have one line of dialogue in that movie he was just grunting and groaning throughout the whole thing um you know he yes he does whatever the hell he wants sometimes it it sucks and like like willie's wonderland there's a movie i don't think you liked it though tom that a lot of people did called pig did you see that where he no no i did uh, like it i did like pig oh you did see it oh good good yeah so yeah he's this uh, reclusive chef uh for a reason um, in, I don't know if it's in Oregon or, or in Washington or wherever the hell he is. But, you know, he does whatever the hell he wants to do. You know, he's at that point in his career where it's like he doesn't care. Um, so he, you know, takes on this this deal where he plays Nicolas Cage, who is offered a million dollars by a super fan to come to a party. And that's all I'll tell you right now. Um, it's just 
really, really unique and, and so damn good. Yeah, I, you know, I just love it again when you can see somebody just poke fun at themselves, you know, because uh, that's what it really takes. That's why he's still around. He doesn't take himself that seriously. Yeah, I agree. I, I like Nicolas Cage. We've had him on the show a couple of times, a morning show a couple of times. He's a very nice guy. He's unusual, I will tell you that. But, but he's a very nice all? guy. Yeah, they are. I mean, they are. Most, you're an acting man. You you, you know, it, it's, it's a different kind of breed. There's no question yep. about it. But, you know, I, I yeah, I, I've never talked with him. I actually did a couple of interviews for this film, uh, one with the filmmakers and another one uh, with... Her name is L- uh, Lily Sheen. She is actually the daughter of Kate Beckinsale oh. and and Michael Sheen, the actor Michael Sheen. You probably mm-hmm. know him. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really there's a few people you'll know in this picture, too. But it's got it got a lot of buzz out of uh, South by Southwest, the film festival. And I can see why. I mean, it is it is just really, really unique. And God knows we need more of that stuff. We do. Now, is Mr. Chesky there? Yes, I am. I got to find out what I've never talked to you about movies. What kind of movies do you like, Dan? I like action movies, basically. You know, and I'm not a big movie goer either, but, it, right. you know, just your typical action, maybe, uh, you know, light comedy, something like that. You know, you might oh. actually like this one, Dan, because it is essentially an action movie. All right. Uh, that, that kind of mimics some of nick cage's action movies and he's done some pretty damn good action movies i mean again like i say you think of the 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 turds that he's put out lately like (laughs) willie's wonderland (laughs) but you can't i haven't even heard of that one haven't even heard of it (laughs) (laughs) you can't forget that he was in con air and he was in the rock with sean Mm -hmm. connery you know he's done a lot of good things over the years and and uh obviously all of the his career that's the fun part about it since he's playing himself there are a lot of references to past things that he's done that they kind of weave into the picture. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's really entertaining. You know, it's, it's not an art house movie. It's, it's an independent movie. Um, but it, you know, obviously you need studios that are smaller to take risks on movies mm-hmm. like this. It's not, it's not formula, you know, and that's, that's, what's great about it. That's why, you know, the movie is made because the guy wants to do what he does and uh, he, he goes for it here, man, and, and it's great. It's terrific. I like it. Now, Tim, yeah. did you happen to hear who a woman thought I was at the pool at Disney World? I did. I How did. on earth is that possible? Well, you, you, you're you strapping lads, you know, Tommy. You're you a know? strapping <laughs> lad, exactly. Strapping yeah. laddie. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I was, I, I was waiting. I was going to think that you were going to go down the, uh, Ian McShane route. Yeah, that, yeah, the Ian McShane and Bill Parcells, I get, yeah, I do get Yeah, that. and, you know, I don't know if the, the, the Las Vegas, you know, brothel, dead brothel owner, if people, enough people know him. Yeah, Dennis, <laughs> what was his name, Dennis, somebody, that, that Den- one picture looked just like me, that was true. Yeah, but, and uh, uh, so to say you were The Rock, no, you're The Rock, you're The Rock. She she was convinced that <laughs> Mr. Chesky, there was a woman in Florida that thought of the poolside. I was wearing a baseball cap and sunglasses, but she thought I was The Rock. Thank God I wasn't there. Yeah, you would have been like, man, you would have been There's like the, the Rock's heavyweight brother. champion. Look at that. Twin Rock. Twin Rock right here on the pool deck. As a matter of fact. 
We found out he, he is five inches taller than I am. <laughs> and I'm not Samoan. That's the yeah, other part. Yeah, exactly. Isn't there a little skin color there? <laughs> you know, to prove that you weren't, just roll up your sleeve and say, see, no, look, no tattoos. Oh, no tattoos. That's true. Tats. Yeah, I can do that. Badass tattoos, man. Hey, I have to ask you quickly. Did you watch Death on the Nile? Because I know you were talking about yes. it. Yes. Yep, What'd I loved think? it. I love oh, him. Good. I think I think Kenneth Branagh is as good as it gets. I really he like him a is. lot. He is. He really is. You know, and I, I break him up every chance I get. You know, obviously he did Belfast. But, you know, he truly has too. a passion for this character. And, you know, Murder on the Orient Express was great. And um, so was this. I mean, I actually I almost like this one better than Murder on the Orient Express. Um, but if you're an Agatha Christie fan, I almost wonder walking into something like that. I've never read either of those books. But, um, you know, so it was kind of fresh to me, right? Um, mm-hmm. But he, mm-hmm. he really does. He, he has a passion for it. And, and not only as an actor, but as a director. He is so talented. Such a great. Catherine, and I'm glad he won the Oscar. He won an Oscar for um, for Belfast for writing it. Yep. Which he is should great. Have. He deserves it. He should have. It's a great movie. Catherine. What? What do you think of it? What? <laughs> what are you over there playing video games on your phone? No, I was reading a no, story. No, we're, we're talking about Death on the Nile. Oh yeah, I liked it. It was um, it was stylish like the, like the older movies. Um, I thought the cast was really good. It was a little slow, but most most Agatha Christie stories are kind of a little bit slow. Well, they can be. No, I, I did. I really, really like. And Kenneth Branagh yeah. is as good as it gets. I, yeah, just an actor too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I thought it was really good. So look, all we got is good advice. Go see good movies. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, and avoid and avoid Willy's Wonderland. I'm not going to go see Willy's Wonderland. I'm a huge Nicolas Cage fan, but I ain't watching Willy's Wonderland. What's Willy's Wonderland? What uh, you've been well, on the show the, the whole the worst time. Nicolas Cage movie? Probably the worst movie last year is what it was. Let's do a double header, Tom. When you get back, we'll watch Willy's Wonderland and Dirty Grandpa, and you'll fall right <laughs> off the wagon. <laughs> I'll start drinking again. That'll be fantastic. Yeah, what a great idea. Are you idea. implying he's going to fall off after he sees it? Because I think he's I don't even know if he'd make it through the first Ten minutes into Willy's Wonderland with needing a drink. <laughs> now, whenever Tom doesn't like a movie or a show, all of a sudden his, his foot will start shaking. And he starts tapping the couch. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's yawning. And then all of a sudden he's like, I think I'm going to go uh, check my email. Well, that's yeah. like when we remember well, when we you watched know what Godfather Billy 3. When I think he doesn't like a movie. No, what does he do? Tom, you know this. He falls asleep. Oh, <laughs> God, yes. The Philly, oh, dog. Yeah. the Philly dog falls asleep if he doesn't like the movie. That's true. Now, which one were you guys talking about? You were talking about another movie? I was just going to say we had that reaction. I think Catherine came at the end when we rewatched Godfather 3 oh, like God. eight or nine months ago. Mike and Tom and I kind of looked at each other at the end and went, that movie sucks. <laughs> it's just terrible. It was you know, terrible. We are getting close, though, uh, end of April, for the offer on Paramount Plus, which is about the making of The Godfather. Really? And I cannot wait. It's a, I think it's a 10-episode series. I believe wow. it starts April 28th. Ooh, I would love and, that. And uh, the trailer is it's phenomenal. You know, I, you, you don't want to get to trailers can be very deceptive, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, when you're talking about 
a story that's told in 10 episodes. Generally, you know, there's no rushing. There's no uh, cutting corners on the story. I'm just fascinated to see how it all came together. Uh, and yep. I'm hoping for a lot of Francis's story, Francis Ford Coppola and, and Brando. Uh, but it seems to me, at least at the outset, that the movie's more a movie. The series is more about Al Ruddy, um, the producer, right. trying to get this thing made. Because the people said it wasn't going to get made. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so it, it, it should be interesting. I, I normally get preview stuff. I haven't received anything yet for this, though. But if not, April 28th be the first thing I watch that day. All right. I need some advice from anybody who's seen it because I didn't know it was different. Apparently on, I don't know if it's on Hulu or it's on Amazon Prime or what it's on. But there's a thing called Lucy and Desi, and it's not the movie. Oh, yeah. Mm. Documentary. I, I heard it's really, really good. The documentary, they said it's really good. Have you heard anything about it? Um. I, I, there are people that I know that have seen it and liked it. it. It's actually directed, oddly enough, by Amy Poehler from oh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, sure, and yeah. I don't know if she's ever directed anything before, but, you know, you know, a documentary. Uh, look, if you have a passion for the material, and mm -hmm. I think most of those comedians would be lying if they said that they weren't influenced by Lucy or Desi in some right, sort of way. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I would imagine you you wouldn't take on a project unless there was a love of the material and of those people. And yeah, I, I probably will watch it. You know, the interesting thing is Tom, I know you didn't like the, uh, being the Ricardos because everybody basically came off as an a-hole who didn't like Oh God. Other. Yeah. I, I yeah. couldn't watch more than 45 minutes because I love those people. And in the movie, they're horrible people. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I mean, you get the whole thing with, yeah, I mean, Lucy and Desi obviously being married, they're going to have their problems, right? But right. we find out right. what Ricky's problem is. Um, but, you know, the way the guy played, um, J.K. Simmons played uh, Fred Mertz. Yeah. Yep. He really came off like an a-hole to yeah. the, the actress ever. who played Ethel. <laughs> you know, I yep. mean, what a dink. So, yeah, that those sorts of things are, are really, really disappointing when you see that. Um, I, I still but, think you know, that Fred Mertz had the best line in the history of that show, I Love Lucy, because Ethel was going on and on and on about, you know, I know Fred doesn't understand this at all, but I was very popular as a young woman. As a matter of fact, the boys used to buzz around me like bees. And Fred said, well, then how come I'm the one that got stung? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor what a great line. I'm signing off, guys. I will see you Thursday. Good All evening. right, Dougie. We'll All talk right. to you tomorrow you, on the morning show. Later, we'll Doug. talk to you here on Thursday. Thanks, pal. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com as he's exiting. What do you think of that? Is he off mic now? Yep. Yes. Yep. No, we can talk about him. I love his back. He's a great guy. Isn't he just a wonderful guy? Yes. He can't hear me, can he? No, no he's, he's gone. gone. Oh, thank God. I don't want him hearing that. I, I'll message him right now, Tom. Tell him. Exactly. You, you mean, logged off too bird. early. He was talking how wonderful you are. Could have done that? Yeah. Hey, you could have. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, that's one thing. It, you know, Mr. Chesky, you're one of them, too. I'm a very lucky guy because my advertisers are, are all friends of mine. And that just never happens in radio. The morning guy is not friends with the advertisers. The advertisers don't want to hang around with the morning guy. But, man, every one of you guys has been unbelievable. Oh, it's all terrific. Good. 
Isn't that nice? Yes, it, it is. is. So it's supposed to be. Not everybody at each other's throats. And, oh, my God, everything sucks. In between but, you know. saying, hey, man, hey, man, I'm a morning guy, man. Uh, hey, man, I'm a radio man. <laughs> <clears throat> exactly. It's all I hey, need. party chicken, 6.15 in the morning. Now, Timmy, i got to ask you this, and I'm going to also ask Kristen Bird about this. The report yesterday on the KQ Morning Show, did you know that because of streaming now, there are 819,000 shows to watch? You know, I... <laughs> I, I haven't heard about that or seen it. Amazing. I wouldn't doubt it. If you yeah. talk about every show in the history of television that yeah. have found their way as, you know, look, HBO Max has an amazing library. Paramount right. Plus. They're all, <clears throat> they're all like, you know, digital banks that store all of this content. Uh, so, I mean, look, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't doubt for a second, hundreds of thousands, 819,000. That's crazy. Indeed. But that's why, you know, I am still shocked that broadcast television even exists. You know, I, I talked with Bob uh, Sansevier about streaming stuff, too. Danny. And, you know, he says, you know, sometimes I kind of feel like, am I being... Am I closing off a potential audience member? Do I? Am I assuming that everybody streams stuff? It's like you know what? It is so simple and so yeah. cheap. Yep. You know because if you have Wi-Fi, you know high, you know whatever the most powerful internet you can have, um, high-speed internet, you'd be foolish not to because look, you go, you buy a Roku thing for, you can get them for less than twenty bucks now. So yes, you do subscribe to certain things. You you know you pay fourteen ninety five a month for HBO Max without commercials. Some of them are you know five six seven bucks Disney Plus whatever. It's still cheaper than cable, and then on top of that, cable was like here's what you got, and you can't take things a la carte. Here you can pick what you want yep, to watch, yep. and that's why streaming. I can't say it's killed cable. Uh, but oh, I'm telling you what, broadcast, broadcast has got to be suffering big time. Well, a lot of those, 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 those uh, broadcasters have gotten smart. And like Dancing with the Stars, they're moving that off of ABC next year on to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, so that'll be shock. the only place you'll see it. Not a shock at all. Yeah, about two or three years ago, I went uh, put up a tower in my backyard. We're in Northfield, so we're in the middle of nowhere. And... Uh, I've been streaming now for yeah three, three and a half years, four years probably. And yeah, it it really works out way better. It's way better. We had dish, and it's way better than that. We don't have yeah, the is, interruptions yeah. from storms come in, and you know, when yeah, the wind's I had blowing, dish too, the dish uh, is Dan. vibrating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had dish too, Dan, and I, you know, I got rid of that a while ago. It just, yeah. you know, again, it it gives you all these. They they brag about giving you two hundred channels when half of them are things that you would never watch right you know you know exactly. they, 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 they kind of yep. try to oversell it that way so yeah yeah so now we've no got a, you know a few of the uh, streaming services and then youtube tv and it works out just great oh yeah oh yeah you got everything now youtube yep. tv is slick that's like we didn't really know that much about it until the dan was trying to figure out how to watch the olympics he's mm -hmm. very into the olympics yep. and he was like YouTube TV has them. And then he's like, we can watch everything almost. Mm -hmm. It's really nice. Yep. Uh -huh. No doubt about it. Well, we'll close with this one. Because I know that Timmy's got to go because Kristen Burt's coming up. Dan, you going to stay with us or you got to go too? Yeah, I'm going to hang around for a bit. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Catherine and I 
and yeah, and I've been doing a lot of mining on it. We've been watching Alfred Hitchcock from 1955 mm. on, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. We tune in last night. There's a Alfred Hitchcock from 1955 starring a 33-year-old Charles Bronson. Oh, my God. He's such a baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Was he young. Now, Hell that's of one of those that if you have a Roku stick, you can see all of them on Roku uh, TV. Yes. Yep. And, uh, all of them yes. are on Roku TV. Yep. It is fun to see those in old Twilight Zones with Robert Redford. And love them. Robert Duvall and Jack Warden. I mean, all these guys that, you know, we're not be prolific actors, but obviously yep. got their start somewhere. And a lot of times you'll catch them on those old Hitchcock or Twilight yeah. Zone or whatever. All right, Timmy, we'll talk to you Thursday on the morning show. Yeah, Thursday or possibly Friday. I had a conflict oh, with the screening. So here I'm waiting to hear go. back from from Tone Loke and Candace and Brian about it. So, yeah, it'll be Thursday. If not Thursday, it'll be Friday. Okay. Thanks, Timmy. All right. Have a great week, everybody. You, you too. too. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take about a five, six-minute break. We'll be right back with Kristen Burt Kristen right after this. She's ready to go now? Yeah. Oh, well, if you want to just jump into it, we can do that. we got to take our break first. Uh, yeah, we can take like a yeah. two-minute break. We'll take okay. a two-minute break and come right back with Kristen Burt.